So, Mark, before we open these beers, I think it's only fair to tell you that I ran into a lizard in the hallway. Really? Yeah, I think he's a monitor lizard. Well, how could you tell? Well, he asked me for a hall pass. Let's get after it. Welcome to Driftless Drinks. My name is John. And my name is Mark. And today we have an interesting uh, pastry stout. Uh, Mark, you want to tell us a little bit about this thing? We do. We have, out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Good City Brewing. It's their giant monitor pastry stout. And this is part of their Indigo series, which uh, I believe is some sort of uh, like an innovation series they started and uh, neither of us have had this yet. No. Uh, so yeah. I haven't. Have you? You just nope, said you didn't. I neither. I have. That's, that's that correct. You would know that you didn't have it. Oh, no. I can't, I can't lie to you, man. Cool. Like <laughs> Annie Lennox and the Eurythmics. With a Exa- Yeah, exactly. I, there, there's a lot of similarities between me and Annie Lennox. I'd like to think there is. Well, the beard there's is real- one of them. No. I think we're both bipedal, and that's about it. Yeah, she's, no offense, more attractive. Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. There, There's a reason, you know, we're not in movies. <laughs> so, we got faces built for podcasting. <laughs> exactly. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't check out our YouTube channel. Right. <laughs> Look at us ugly bastards. Yeah, exactly. You, you'll Now you'll understand what we mean. All right. Uh, I don't think, okay, I don't want to get into this. I think we crack these bad boys open, we pour them, we see what they're like, and then we'll read what we were supposed to get out of this. How's that All sound? right, yeah, that sounds fair. So you want right. to give a countdown here, John? Should we just? Uh, yep, we'll do three, two, one, go. Ready? Yes. Okay, three, two, one, go. I oh. totally jumped the gun, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Okay, going in for the pour. My side um, of the audio sounds like this. Oh, three. <laughs> okay, so John's got a hard pour going on here while I'm cracking jokes. Yeah, and we'll talk about pours later, I think. I, did right. you dribble? <laughs> I did, but that's not what I was going to talk about. <laughs> all right. Oh. Somewhere, I had a napkin. Whoa. There this, we go. This is fairly effervescent, buddy. You've got a good head on yours. I. Why are we doing accents? We do, don't. You know, okay. Good head on its shoulders. Yeah. I don't know. Why do right. we do accents? Because they're fun. It's because we're. Well, it's because I'm from Wisconsin. I just sound like this. From Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And I sound more and more like it every day, and I don't mind. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm holding this baby up to the light here. And she's black as pitch. Yep. There's there's just not much to say about the color, except, okay, I'm going to turn on the light. I heard, I read a thing. Oh, it's a, that science. Science. Well, no. So apparently, beer t- tasters for dark beers will put like a strong light on the other side, just to get something, just to get an idea. Because sometimes you'll get like a reddish hue out oh, of certain yeah. beers. Gotcha. And uh, okay. That's setting one. I didn't get anything there. Light goes to setting two. 
and three gun right to three. Oh, good I gravy. Be careful with that. I got nothing. But yeah, it's completely black. There's nothing, nothing to be seen through it. No. I don't know about you, but the head on mine has dissipated fairly quickly. No, mine's Looks like good. yours is holding up, though. Got quite a bit of oiliness as I roll it around a little. I like that, by the way. Yeah. yeah I don't know no, what it do. means. I just think it looks cool. <laughs> well, it it gives you a m- little bit of an idea of mouthfeel, I think. All right. I'm sticking a nose in it. Sure. Ooh, coffee and chocolate. See, I got chocolate and peanut butter right away. No There's the butter. coffee. There's the coffee. Are you, is there a hint of coconut? There's something mm. a little hot on it. Um, it's coming off to me as coconut. Is Does it have coconut in it? For me, it was coffee, number one, chocolate underneath. And then the, there's, and I'm having a hard time deciphering if it's booze hot or if there's like coconut in here. I didn't get well, any see, peanut butter though. See, I got the I got chocolate, peanut butter, then the coffee, and it took a little bit, and then then I got I got that heat that you're talking about, and then coconut's the only thing I could come up with. I don't know, I could be totally off base on this. Yeah, there's there's a hotness on the top of this. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Now now I do know it's an only an eight it's only an eight point five, so I wouldn't expect a Is ton it? of booziness out of it. Okay. Hey, can you take a pick and I'll grab the thermometer? I will take a pick for Insta, and you get your thermometer. For science. So the picks are done. I got a couple of good Instagram picks. I think. Nice. We'll put those. Yeah, we'll put those up. And hopefully, if you've heard this, you saw them on Instagram. If you haven't, follow us on Instagram because we'll put these about a week or so ahead of time up there, so you can see what kind of beer we're drinking. And even if you can't find something like this giant monitor pastry stout, you can get another pastry stout or just any stout. And just have a drink with us, kind of go through the whole process with us and uh, enjoy the ride. And then let us know, hey, what'd you drink? What'd you like? What didn't you like? Um, Because we'll try the stuff you didn't like, too. We'll try all of it. All right, so I'm rocking about a 51 degrees on my instant read thermometer here. Does that seem like maybe it's a little cool for a pastry stout? Or does that seem like it's right in the zone for you? Uh... I honestly, I like starting my beers fairly chilled, so even a few degrees lower would be better for me to start with, because I like okay. to see how it, how the layers kind of bloom as you go through it, as it warms in the glass. Like yeah. generally speaking, bigger stouts, I don't drink very fast. Although there's a couple of them that are known to <laughs> drink pretty fast, because <laughs> there's a couple of them that are pretty good. But generally, I go try to plow through them pretty slowly and see how they go as they warm, right? And see what flavors you get as the temperature climbs and it oxygenates in the glass a little bit. But starting at 51 certainly is not out of the realm of expectation when you pour a stout. Um, I think that's actually a fairly decent place to start. All right. 51 degrees. Mine's probably a touch warmer than that, I would guess. But I'm taking a wild stab. I didn't get out my thermometer. Hmm. Wild stab. Ah, okay. We gonna try it? Yes. All right. Going in for the taste. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Boy, that was hmm. not quite what I was expecting. 
Alright, I gotta go for sip number two. I'm just mm -hmm. gonna have to take a second pull on it. Alright, what are you getting? <laughs> so there's like light chocolate at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Fair amount of maltiness, right? Roasted malt. Then there's it morphs. And it goes into an... Um, I think there's coconut in here, but it's almost finishing metallic and really coconut aluminum. I, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not entirely bad, but it's really weird. And I want to see how this kind of progresses as we go through it. Because the beginning, the, so the first shot I got was that kind of light chocolate and the roastiness. I'm like, okay, yeah, good. And then it kind of blooms and just fades there's got to be coconut in here. It, it cuts it, and then at the end, it's just dead. I, I, yeah. I don't know what's going on with the back end of this beer. And I'm, what are, what are you getting out of this thing? So the the first thing, so the first sip was just so weird. I had to go in for a second one because it was it it was so strange. <laughs> um, the the chocolate came through real thin, um, but but prominent. The, to me, the peanut butter was there and kind of just rode that along, not in, a, not in a bad way. And then, like you said, there was that maltiness. That maltiness is, is pushed back. And I think that the chocolate that I'm getting out of it is got to be like, you know when they use, not the flavorings, but like the nibs? Like they don't put chocolate chips in it or chocolate chunks or whatever they do to make those really rich stouts. Yeah. They just put like the nibby things in. Mm-hmm. That's I'm getting that. And okay. then so I'm getting that instead of so the chocolate is not a solid backbone. And then, like you said, everything kind of slides down through that uh coconutiness. And that I don't project that it, I, that isn't coming off as heat anymore. It was on the nose, but on, on mm -hmm. the taste that isn't heat. But yeah, it comes off and then there is that that metallic back end. And not like it was badly canned or poorly treated because i don't think that's i'm not getting any of that but i am getting that that oh it's an ethyl something or other i can't remember what that the term is but that's there where it's it's really kind of that astringency that isn't out of place but isn't giving me that ending finishing sweetness that i want out of a pastry stout yeah it's really I don't even want to call it dry because there's a lingering wetness of whatever that is. Ethel. I think it's Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman's hanging out at the back there. <laughs> She's kind of noisy. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's bad. Um, and that's, that's the thing. So I, I, I think you're a hundred percent right. We need to let this uh, sit. Yeah. Should we, let's look and see what's actually in this thing now. Cause I'm kind of curious. All right. Like, Okay. So John and I really didn't do much homework on this one. Uh, honestly, the I'm, only thing we really did was look up what the Indigo series meant, mm -hmm. um, and I haven't even read the can yet. So let's right. let's maybe you want to start with that. You you want to read the can? Go ahead. And read yeah, the can. I, I certainly can. Okay, so this yeah, is yeah. Good City Brewing's Giant Monitor Pastry Style Alcohol, eight point five percent by volume. This is a pint can. Black, and here's the text. Uh, Black Friday 2020 style, a thick, chewy mouthfeel created by a heavy addition of oats. 
Okay. And fresh roasted chocolate malt lays the foundation for peanut butter, hand-toasted coconut, and roasted Ghanan, Ghan, Ghanai, Ghanaian? Oh, man. <laughs> Take four stabs, still can't get it. Ghanaian? Co- okay, Ghanian. so. There you go. Roasted Ghanaian cocoa nibs that melt together. Straight decadence and nostalgic flavors of peanut butter cups, cowboy cookies, coconut macaroons, and chocolate magic cake take you back to the good old days. This beer is giant heaps of happiness that you can drink. That's exactly what's on the website, too. Oh, and then underneath that, it says Indigo is our experimental outlet for crafting small batch goodness. Eat cold, drink fresh. Seek the good. Go around the can. There's a giant monitor on the front. Lizard, as one cool would expect. Artwork. Yeah, really the can. Cool yeah, can looks cool. I dig it. It's all black and white, like silhouette style kind of a thing. It's really neat. Um. Okay, so a couple of things we hit on are actually in here. Yep. So peanut butter, hand toasted, and here they have hand toasted comma coconut, as if that was two different things. Oh. Um, but I think it's hand toasted coconut and then cocoa nibs. We talked about that. You need to have pretty hot hands to toast coconut in them. <clears throat> you do. <laughs> uh, okay. So there's the coconut macaroons, the coconut. Yeah. I, all right. If you say cowboy cookies, it better taste more like cookies to me. And I don't know what chocolate magic cake is. I'm in for it. This to me is not a pastry stout i think it's i mean we'll see as we go further into this but to me when you say pastry stout there's got to be something sticky to that like sweetness right that really holds the whole thing together and while there is notes of like chocolate and to me coconut and there's a decent roasted malt in there this does not hold together like cake or cookies or pastry as I would think of it. Yeah. And I think it, it's – it's the thing about pastry stouts is that it isn't recognized um, – Right. But it isn't a recognized style. You know what I mean? So you're not going to get it. Craft beer doesn't recognize it. The Brewing Association doesn't recognize it as a style. Um, it's really like controversial within the industry. Uh, the um, – so there, I got it. I pulled up an article on hop culture. Um, it was written by John um, Par- uh, Paradiso. Pardon? Good name, John. Yeah, John. Par- yeah, I like the guy, John Paradiso. Uh, and he was he's, um, and he talks about them. And he's and he. I'm going to quote him here. He says uh, it most commonly refers to a stout that is brewed to be intentionally sweet and is often made with the addition of plenty of sugar and sugary ingredients. The end goal is typically to brew a beer that mimics the flavor and sometimes appearance of dessert. It's a good stout. You know what I mean? It's, you know, this is going to be finished. I will finish this beer and I will be happy to do so. This falls into a weird territory for me. And it's all because of that back end. You know, you're, you're exactly right. If it wasn't for that weird finish to it, um, everything else would have been just, okay, there's not a ton of flavor sitting in front of this. Yeah. But just a bad, there's no bad flavors in there. You know, n- none of it is bad until you get to that finish, and that finish is just so questionable. Yeah. It's like, what is going on in the end there? So it's like, you want to have a sip of this, and then just as you're starting to get the back flavors, 
a little bit of 12 year old rum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see and what you it, did there. Yep. That'll, that'll work. Matter of fact. All right. So we're going to try it. Yep. John's going to mm-hmm. drink some rum. All right. There it is. This is good front end. Ooh, that's getting better. <laughs> well, yeah, I bet. No, I said that before I tried the rum. So Liar. even sitting here, <laughs> even sitting here, even. So, all right. I'm just kidding. So I, no, 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 no. John, John actually did drink the beer before the rum. I, was... <laughs> I did. Okay. So I'm not sure where we're cutting any of that. I where? think we should let, well, I don't know where. I'm trying to think of where you're going to edit this thing and who, who freaking knows. We'll figure that out when we get there. <laughs> when we get there. All right, so let's let this bad boy sit for a little bit. Let's get it up to temperature, and uh, and about 15 or so we'll come back. Uh, so we'll uh, take a short break. Cue the girl from Ipanema music now. Well, welcome back to Driftless Drinks, uh, Mark. You got a temper, got a temper reading on this? I do. It looks like we've risen about seven degrees. So we started around fifty-one. Right now, we're just a little over fifty-eight, fifty-eight point two, somewhere in there. Hmm. Um, so we've got an extra seven degrees on this thing. So we'll see what that does to the texture and taste of the beer. One thing that we had missed on the on the opening of this was kind of the initial mouthfeel. I found it to be fairly silky. Uh, fine carbonation, really smooth on the palate, very uh, soft on the palate. Um, and that kind of leads you into that first foray into the chocolate and the malt from there. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually enjoyed the mouthfeel on this quite a bit. All right. I'm going to stick a nose back in it now that she's a little yeah. warm. Let her open up here about 10 minutes or so. I really like the nose now. I got my nose wet. Went too far. I'm actually starting to detect a hair of that peanut butter. I wish my house smelled like that, honestly. We should mention that during the break, we also looked up, uh, they mentioned the uh, chocolate magic cake. We looked that up. Um, I uh, think everybody should Google that because it looks amazing. All right. Shall we try it again? Yeah. Go back. Skull. Here we are. Skull! Hmm. It's actually thinning out for me. Mm -hmm. It's kind of going the wrong direction here oh really okay see to me it's it's tightening up a little bit it's getting a little bit more of a uh, the flavors are br- blending together a little more the uh, that back end is still a little bit on the aluminum side of that of things yeah to me the back is getting more prevalent and it's not eh. enjoyable yeah, the, and the um, front of the beer is like 
really encouraging, right? With a mm-hmm. decent mouthfeel and, you know, you get the chocolate up front. It's just as soon as you catch the coconut part, like, it just slides off the cliff. And, I mean, it, like, for me, it really landslides at that point. Um, I'm still not ready to, to say – I'm still not going to say this is a bad beer. I will say this isn't my f- – this isn't reading like a pastry stout quite should. Yeah. But to their, but to their credit, this is their experimental limited release series. So try stuff out. What the heck? We'll try it. <laughs> to me, this would be more – gearing toward almost a dry stout with the way the back end kind of hits. Although I do, like you had mentioned before, with picking up on some of the chocolate notes and uh, and the malt and whatever on the front end, like I could see where that was trending toward a pastry stout type thing, but it just, it does not sure. finish like you would expect. Yeah, and I think that, you know, dry stout isn't an actual category either, but right, it is a right. preference. But it is a preference of some people. That's kind of what they look for in a stout is something dry. Mm-hmm. Where those, that bitterness comes up, what was the IBU on this? Because stouts can be really bitter because sweetness will mask it. You know, I don't know. And they they don't have it. And that's okay. Um, they don't need it because the, per, per, the perceived IBU on this, on this particular one, would be really, rather high. You know, if you actually do the, the, the chemical analysis of some stouts, You'll get a really high IBU, even though the sweetness mm-hmm. is completely covering it. And that's supposed to be that way. Otherwise, it wouldn't balance. Right. Otherwise, but it would th- just be a big ball of sticky goo in some instances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There'd, there'd be some that if you didn't if you didn't slam it with some hops, you'd be like, yeah, this is just eating sugar. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, though. A, a dry stout, I think I think that you've hit it. I If they had marketed this as a dry stout... We'd have a slightly different opinion on it. I think so. At the end of the day, it's probably not going to be one I would seek out again. You know, it's fun mm-hmm. to do the experimental thing and try them. And, you know, and some beers, when people experiment, they're really good and you want them to brew them over and over and over again. Um, right. This isn't one, but I'm not disappointed that we are drinking this one either. So, right. Right. So that was Indigo Giant Monitor Pastry Stout from Good City Brewing out of the good folks in Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, any final thoughts on this one, Mark? I want to eat Belgian waffles with it and give it a second chance. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, mouth feels good. Initial impression was like on the front end really good and then it's just that weird back end that's kind of off-putting for me um other than that i don't have much to say like it's all right i guess on a rating scale if i had to rate this beer are we going there yeah let's go we're gonna one i'd probably give this one yeah I i would give this one uh oh man if you have it in your fridge and you offered me one <laughs> I wouldn't turn it down I would give this like like a six probably yeah and I'm I'm right there with you the, the front end is interesting 
I think you, you nailed it when you said this is a good example of a dry stout. Uh, and if that's what you're going for, if you like stouts that have a dry finish to them, this will work well. I don't think it's overly sweet. So if, if no. you know, for a pastry stout, I don't think it's sweet enough. But for a stout, I don't think it's overly sweet. Um, and if I, you know, on, on a rating scale, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, I'm giving it a six. Good. Not going to turn it down. And I'm totally in for the Belgian waffle breakfast with this. Yeah. And there That's... you go. Yeah. <laughs> that is all. All right. Roll credits. Driftless Drinks Studio Recording, courtesy of HPJ Studios in Tomo, Wisconsin. Be sure to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts, and like us on Facebook and Instagram, where we feature each episode's brews a week or so ahead of time. Visit us at driftlessdrinks.com where you can comment on each episode and drink along with us on the Driftless Drinks YouTube channel. That's it for the Indigo Giant Monitor episode of Driftless Drinks. My name is John. My name is Mark. And keep a cold one handy for us. Can we do this whole thing over at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm just yeah. fumbling. All right. So how was your time while I was on vacation? Oh, not that far back. Oh, yeah. No, hey, no. man, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Pretty good. How's it been? What's your name again? All right. All right. Let's, let's close it out. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, uh, suddenly I've gone executive producer for some dumb reason. Well, what of us right. asked, dude? <laughs>